0: everybody and welcome to another episode of the trust your board podcast my name is Stephen wright joined by mr william monroe will how you doing today
1: steve a little tired i was mentioning to you before podcast uh first day back in the office in a year and a half Uh, um and pretty much the same thing i do here at home just i guess getting up getting ready driving to work driving back got into the gym so felt like a, a real day being just kind of getting away from the house you know
0: yeah, I mean, you don't have to be doing anything different, but the routine's different. Um, you yeah. Know, you're, you're in a building you haven't been in in a, a year and a half. You're seeing probably some people you haven't seen in a very long time. So, yeah, yeah. I can see why that's exhausting.
1: Yeah, but nice little uh, breakup of that, that uh, new routine is getting back into a uh, usual routine of ours. That's talking about some start sits here for week number 12.
0: Yeah, 12. I... We're coming. We're getting there, man. We are. We're getting closer. Yeah. Uh, Playoffs are almost here.
1: Yeah. I got to keep reminding myself one extra week for playoffs because usually we're looking at week 14. Uh, So we'd be like right on the cusp. Now we've got what,
0: three weeks in
1: most leagues for for the playoffs? Yep.
0: Yeah. We're almost there. So uh, it'll be here before you know it, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We go ahead and jump in. You ready?
1: Yeah. We got quarterbacks first here. Looks like we're looking at. uh, Derek Carr at Dallas and Carson Wentz versus the Bucks.
0: Yeah, indeed. And uh, I think this one's still like, I really don't want to play either of them. Um, but if I had to choose, I'd probably go with Wentz. You know, I think you spelled out the argument yesterday uh, on the waiver show for Wentz when we were talking about streamers, you know, the Tampa Bay uh, rush defense. So good. Um, probably gonna be forced to throw the ball. And that can mean some good things for Wentz. Uh, Meanwhile, Carr is going in the wrong direction, uh, which, you know, we have talked about in the past, not trusting the Raiders, how they, you know, they'll be good one week and then terrible the next. And we just got to wait for the shooter drop. And it seems to have dropped to a degree for Mr. Carr. Um, Hasn't been putting up for fantasy. Dallas got a good defense against the quarterback. So uh, I can't say I'm super interested there. I mean, maybe you're hoping for a shootout or something, but, you know, Dallas, it looks like it's going to be without Cooper um, and Lamb. So, you know, they're hurting a little bit too. So I will go with Wentz pretty easily here. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm on the Wentz side as well. I think, you know, the argument can be made that, you know, you could say, oh, well, Wentz has the much tougher defense going against the Bucks, But as you said, Dallas's defense has been playing a lot better as of late. Um, and they've been a defense that you kind of want to stay away from, from fantasy perspective. Uh, that being the case, you know, two defenses that, you know, Dallas, maybe not all part the bucks but not a matchup you want to go up against and yeah the the Raiders really seem to be struggling to really get anything going on offense um and that's a Thursday game so somewhat of a short week uh, I think pretty easy wins here I mean like we said Bucks defense is good so not a layup but as, as we've seen they have been run they've uh, been pretty stout against the run so Seems like the volume will likely be there now. If anybody can get it going, it would be arguably the best running back in the NFL right now, Jonathan Taylor. So remains to be seen, but I think overall, once, you know, it makes more sense to be the play here.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, next one, I think uh, a tough one for some. Are, are you willing to stick with Russell Wilson at Washington, or are you going to pivot to Cam Newton at Miami?
1: Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, Cam. Solid matchup against Miami. The bye coming up after that. Uh, so, and then he does have, I think, one more good matchup, Atlanta, uh, after the bye, and then a tough playoff schedule. So, if you don't play Cam here, you maybe only really have one main shot, unless he really is in a groove. For Russ, I mean, two tough matchups, and, and really did next to nothing for those first two weeks back. But, coming off the injury, going up against a Washington defense that has some pretty bad. Showed a little bit more life this week against uh, Carolina, I believe, um, but Cam still looked pretty solid. So I think I'm, I'm going to give Russ you know, this one more chance here. Both solid guys, I wouldn't mind you know, playing either of them. Um, I think the upside is there more for Russ, um, you know, just with the weapons that he has and his overall demeanor. Where or Cam, you know, at any point could come back to earth it you know really looked like the NFL gave up on him. He looked really bad at the end of his last season in New England, and the NFL wasn't ready to give him another shot, so he's kind of forced into it. I think there's a little bit more volatility there with Cam, um, and I'm willing to roll the dice one more time here on Russ. If he doesn't come up again, it might just be that he's not fully healthy, um, but I think this is a matchup to get right with uh, with Washington.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I think that's partly why it's so difficult because you know you're waiting for Russ to get right. He's the the stable guy, the guy that's going to be around for a while and has a great matchup. Um, Newton is not your guy that's going to be around for very long, um, but we saw good things last week, and he's got another good matchup. So I don't know. Like I don't even think I could break this down into like a a floor versus upside or consistency versus a boom kind of. It's very hard to to divvy them up. So I think at the end of the day, I'm going to stick with you. I think it's probably a get right game for Wilson. Uh If you can't get right against the Washington defense and you're in trouble. So I'll stick with Wilson here. If you went with, Na- or with Newton, I wouldn't have any issue with that. Really?
1: All right. In our last quarterback, we have Tua versus the Panthers and Trevor Lawrence versus the Jaguars. So well, it can't be right.
0: Nope, it's uh the Falcons. I believe, um, <laughs>
1: Versus Atlanta, yeah. yes, I think he, uh, I think he does have a much better matchup. Yes, he's going up against Atlanta.
0: Yeah, um, this one is difficult. You have you know Trevor, the guy that's you know not doing a lot versus a good or a, has a good matchup, I should say. Tua, that's been good for fantasy, but has a very difficult matchup against the Panthers. Um, I, I guess. I would stick with Tua. You, you got you know some rushing upside there. The matchup is very difficult, and it gives me a lot of hesitation. But I, I think I would stick with Tua. It's just so hard to trust Lawrence. What about you? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, the matchup isn't bad for Lawrence there. Um, maybe this is a get-right game for him. But Steve, he hasn't thrown a touchdown since week eight. Three straight weeks. Wow. No interceptions, but zero and zero.
0: Wow. For yeah. three straight Oof.
1: weeks. Under 162 yards each of the games, you know, total of a little over 400 yards, no touchdowns in three games. So, definitely rough to see, uh, you know, some rushing yards, but yeah, it's, until we can start getting going, getting in the end zone, tough. And this is a good matchup, but I, I think I want to stay with Tua, who, he, he, you know, numbers aren't great the last couple of weeks. You know, mediocre, I think it was about 12 and then 19 last week. Um, but I, I think he looked. He just looks like a better quarterback I, when he first came out with the injury, um, his senior year, rookie year. He just didn't look right. I think he he just looks like he's progressing, and and you know more of like an eye test pass thing for me. So I'll, I'll go stay with Tua. Tough matchup against uh, the Panthers, but I just can't play Lawrence until I see it. And and Lawrence defense isn't particularly good, but. You know, you, you have um one of their big playmakers with Jamal Agnew going down. So it's really just Marvin Jones and um and Laveska and I guess Dan Romo.
0: Yeah, that you know, that makes it tough for sure. Uh so we'll see. Um next up here will we're in the running back position, half point PPR. Uh, you know, the the explosive guy, Mr. Eckler, winning people's week uh, weeks against the the tough Denver defense, or Miles Sanders in that run heavy Eagles offense against a easier matchup uh, with the Giants. Who are you taking there?
1: Yeah, this is I think you know pretty much a no brainer. It's, it's really easy. I like Miles. I think he's a you know definitely a flex option, and you could even say he's an RB two option. But Eckler's a smash play at this point. I mean, obviously not the best matchup i think it's more of middle of the pack-ish matchup against denver but he's just been lights out you know he's getting the ball he looks explosive as long as he's healthy you have to start austin eckler so eckler easy here for me and, and i i'd say you know find maybe see if you can find a way to get miles into your flex as well depending on what your team looks like
0: yeah i agree he's eckler is just a guy you can't set. You know, it doesn't matter the matchup. You you have to to stick them in there. Uh, you know, with that in mind, can I see Sanders? You know, being better than Eckler this week, absolutely. Um, you know, like, like we said, Eckler's got a tough matchup. Sanders has an easy matchup. You know, it's definitely in the realm of possibility. But uh, you're getting too cute if you want to play that game. So I will stick with uh, Mister Eckler there.
1: All right, and then our next RB ops, uh, matchup here, another half point. Uh, Nick Chubb at Baltimore or Saquon Barkley versus the Eagles flip side of the Sanders game.
0: Yeah. um, I guess a similar situation. Chubb obviously playing a lot better, um, but has a a tougher matchup. I don't think Baltimore's run defense is elite, but I I think middle of the pack. Um, You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's about right. Um, Barkley coming off the injury, but his second week back didn't see anything great, you know, this uh, week 11, Uh, but he has a good matchup against the Eagles. So is a very interesting one. I think – it's funny because I sit there and say it to Sanders, don't be cute. Um, but I think I would get cute, call my shot, and go with Barkley here. I think you know he, he's he got one week down. You get a second week. You got a really good uh, – or a, a real easy run D um, to run on. So I, I think I would take my shot with Barkley here. I feel like I'd regret it, but that's what I'm going to go with. What do you think? <laughs>
1: Um, I think I think it's it's um, a tough matchup I'm gonna stick with Chubb um, Looking at the numbers it looks like uh from from Yahoo here both seem to be plus matchups um looks like points given up as a yeah I'm not seeing a date on this so I'm not sure specifically but points given up this um Setting has it as Buffalo is kind of right in the middle, and the Eagles are also in the middle. But I do think the Eagles have been playing a lot better on defense, so some of their numbers could be deceiving. That you know, it's a lot of the beginning of the year, and defense has been playing better. Um, and and that offense really struggled against Tampa. Another good defense, as we talked about earlier in the in the show here, but the receivers really struggled to get open. I mean, Kadarius Tony had a ton of targets and. Really looked like the only guy with some juice out there, and he led the team with 40 yards. So, I am not I'm not scared of that offense. And, and while I think Barkley, you know, could have some value here, the workhorse that Chubb is is just too much for me. So, one another situation where I think I'm smashing play on Chubb, and then Barkley, you know, arguably is a solid RB2, if not a flex option. So, I don't mind throwing him in there. Both of these uh, RB matchups, I think, are very good decisions to have, but you know, easy choices, and, and the other guy, I think, is definitely flex-worthy.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, that's going to take care of our running back positions here. So moving on to the wide receiver, PPR. Uh, a pretty interesting one here. Brandon Ayuk versus the Vikings or Elijah Moore at Houston. Uh, take note, Will. I don't know if you saw, but Zach Wilson will be starting this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, the one quarterback that he hasn't been uh, (laughs) killing it with. Um, And it seems like both of these guys are kind of like stay-in-the-flames type of players because Elijah Moore has been absolutely on fire. And while Ayuk maybe hasn't been on fire, he's been on fire compared to what the rest of his season has been before. Um, So I I like Ayuk. Even with the rookie quarterback, I'm just going to roll with. Elijah Moore he's been playing well I think he's really adjusted to the NFL well He's got some speed and they just pepping him with targets so there is risk with the new quarterback coming in um, but I am gonna go with Elijah Moore against a pretty bad Houston defense just with the volume that I believe he's gonna get
0: Uh, yeah I think I hesitantly go that way as well because yeah like you said the volume should be there you know the matchups there it's not an Elijah Moore thing it comes down to Zach Wilson you know the targets could be there the matchup could be good but if Zach Wilson isn't 100% or he sucks then that's not good um Ayuk could have a monster game he's got a good matchup too um but it's the 49ers offense and you know all the work could go to debo or Kittle or the run game I mean you just don't know uh it's hard to say so uh both are good options um you know I'll be starting Ayuk in our league for sure um and I'd have no problem starting more uh in the same league but uh between the two I, I will stick with the volume of more
1: all right and our next PPR option here Jalen waddle versus Carolina and on the other side of the ball DJ Moore at Miami
0: yeah this is a uh this is a tough one I mean Waddle's really hard to bench right now he, he's been putting up a lot of points for fantasy uh but he has a tough matchup against Carolina uh DJ Moore uh he's been a little bit more all over the place um but also at the same time like how much can you look at the pass when the quarterback's not different uh but he has the good matchup so that is uh That's a difficult one. It is, it's kind of, you know, going back to the quarterbacks, we talked about Newton and Tua. It'd be kind of like a a Tua versus Newton question um, here. I think I would stick with Waddle just because of what he's done. And, you know, I have a little bit more trust in Tua right now. Um, But with that said, DJ Moore probably has a higher upside because the matchup's so good. Uh, What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I I think DJ Moore is the play. I. Worry, I mean Waddle has looked good as a rookie. Worry that they're going to scheme to take him out because I don't believe there's really anybody else that's healthy, right? I don't think we, you know, Preston Williams hasn't been a factor. Um, I believe Parker's still out. I haven't heard much on him. And then you have what Albert Wilson, I guess, Um, guy from Houston that came over. I don't think he's even played at all this year, right?
0: no you know i mean i know you run it through wide receivers obviously got Kasiki there um yeah but but yeah, i mean i'm looking really at stefan
1: gilmore so i think stefan gilmore is going to be on waddle and that's going to be a tough matchup now you could say the same thing about miami they have a couple of very good corners as well um but i think there's more weapons that they're gonna have to spread those guys around on and DJ Moore really looks to have come back to life with Cam Newton there. So I am going to stick with DJ Moore. So two for two, more for more.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. And then our last wide receiver here, PPR pick two, uh, Brandon cooks versus the jets, Mike Williams at Denver and Gallup versus. uh, I have the Cowboys. That is also a mistake. They are playing, uh, the Raiders,
1: (laughs) the Raiders. Yeah. Um, Man, if this was last week, this would be easy. I, you know, you'd say you'd probably sit Mike Williams because he's really cooled off. Yada yada yada. But five of six for ninety-seven yards and a touchdown. He, he looks to have bounced back. Uh, were ten on the week and PPR scoring. So Mike has really put himself squarely back into contention for playing on most teams. And Michael Gallup, I mean, he hasn't been great yet. So I mean, he probably is a sit, but. He really has a huge opportunity here. I think there's a chance that we see CD play, Um, but even if CD's in, Gallup as the number two is a really good option. If CD's out, Gallup as the number one um, is really appealing. This is probably a run heavy offense, so I think you know with the bounce back game, I think I gotta I gotta lock in Mike Williams first. Cooks has an incredible matchup as well there against the Jets. And a situation where it may not be that, um, the you know, run all over this team like we've seen in the past. So, I think I have to lock in Williams and Cooks. Hard to sit Gallup with the injury ahead of him there, but I, I think it, you have to play Williams just because of that upside that we've seen again this week. And Brandon Cooks, it looks to be you know, just a really good play here, especially with Tyrod
0: back. Yeah, I am. A- on the opposite side when it comes to cooks um you do got to start mike williams i don't i don't trust him you know one game doesn't you know make it up for my in my mind You know, it doesn't erase the prior however many four or five i forget the number um but i do like him more than Brandon cook so i'm 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 with him um so Gallup, you know i, I like you said lamb might play we don't really know um If he even if he does, I I think I'd rather go with Gallup because I trust that offense a lot more and somewhat trust Gallup more. Uh, Brandon Coates got the matchup, like he said, he could have a really good week. It's just looking at his, you know, fantasy production, it's just it's all over the place. You you can't really tell. Going back to week four, you know, he's got two weeks that you're really happy with, uh, two that are fine and you were just okay with, and then, uh, three that were terrible you know that's a he's really all over the place i think with gallup can establish himself he'd be a little bit more consistent um even as the wide receiver three for the team um but this week being the two potentially the one if lamb doesn't play i think i'd rather lock that in there um no problem with cooks if you gotta you gotta pull the trigger there because he's got the good matchup but between those three i'll stick with Gallups and mike williams there
1: all right and then our final uh Start, set question here, a PPR flex option. We've got pick one of five, Antonio Gibson versus Seattle, Mike Williams at Denver, Jerry Judy versus the Chargers, Kadarius Tony in Philadelphia, and Rashad Bateman versus the Browns.
0: Yeah, this one um, is surprisingly pretty easy for me, I think. Um, I'm not interested in Tony. Uh, he got a ton of targets, Uh Really did. Um, and then 40 yards
1: on 12 exactly
0: did absolutely nothing with it, like it was a perfect scenario, and he couldn't do anything. So, I am just not interested in playing. He's probably got the highest upside of everyone here, um, because you get 12, you know, uh, 12 uh, targets again and then catch some bombs in there again with Monster Week, but not interested there. Uh, Jerry Judy's got a a tougher matchup, I think, and, and hasn't he's been fine, um, but he hasn't been great. Uh, so I'm taking out Judy, um. And then you're left with Gibson, Mike Williams, and Bateman Gibson's, you know, a running back with a great matchup. He hasn't been the model of consistency this year. Um, but with a great matchup, I put more trust in him. Uh, Mike Williams could have a great week, but, uh, you know, as I just said, one good week doesn't erase the prior four or five, you know, terrible ones that he had. So I, uh, I'm happy going with Gibson over him. Um, Bateman does give me a, a pause because of the volume that he's been getting. Um, but if we're going with a uh, you know a rookie wide receiver um we, we don't know who the quarterback's going to be you know is Lamar going to be healthy uh or just not sick enough to play yeah. uh, you know Browns defense pretty good you know I will stick with you know uh, Antonio Gibson in the good matchup as a running back that it's probably going to get plenty of usage here what about you what do you think
1: yeah i, I rule out Tony first here. just too much volatility and, and we just you know the offense isn't great um, luckily I believe all of these teams play on Sunday so you don't have to make a decision on Thursday for, to rule anybody out or, or plug someone in I do think I rule out Judy and Bateman next I think I like Bateman, I like the volume we'll see if Lamar's back but I, I trust Mike Williams more in the offense than I do Bateman overall especially you know the upside that is there with, with Mike Williams but the volume that you get with a Tony Gibson. We saw it here just last week. I mean nineteen carries for ninety five yards. The only downside is you're not getting the targets that you're getting with some of these other guys. So that is a little concerning. No targets this week. Um caught two touches on two targets, but he hasn't seen more than three targets since week one. Um so you you're you limited on upside there. I think he can do it. It's just you have JD McKissick who's just getting all those so I lean Gibson probably for floor, and then like the upside play, I'm I'm gonna plug Mike Williams in. So it really depends what your team needs there. Uh, probably Gibson in a vacuum, but I, I think Gibson more of your floor play because you know you're gonna get a baseline, you know, of that 15 to 20 carries, and you know somewhere in that 60 to 100 yards, and you hope he gets in the end zone. Whereas Mike Williams, you could light it up for 102. Um, But, you know, your baseline's probably more in the four for 50, four for 60. So,
0: yeah, that is fair enough. That's going to take care of our start sit questions. Uh, We'll move over into the trade portion of the show. Uh, An interesting one here. Will Dynasty, 12 teams, super flex with a tight end premium? I think the tight end premium is what makes this one interesting. Brandon Ayuk and Dalton Schultz or Clyde Edwards Alaire?
1: Oof, yeah, that is tough. I mean, Schultz has looked good, and, and the premium obviously helps and makes him a little more valuable, um, but I don't think it adds enough to a guy like an Iuke, uh, but just a, a running back that, you know, at this point, you expect to get volume at least for a few more years. So I will take the CEH side if it was maybe a more viable tight end, um, but you still have a lot of weapons there. So I just don't know if it's not like you're getting a – Top five guy that's getting a ton of volume um with Schultz.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. You know, maybe you see a situation with Schultz where, you know, Amari Cooper is gone at some point in the future. They go with Lamb Gallup and, and Schultz. Um, you know, in which case, you know, he could be a good play, but you're just speculating. Um and, and you could speculate with IU cause wow, you know, Trey Lance is eventually going to take over this team and what's the offense look like? You know, they're not gonna support you know, Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk on a consistent basis. So, yeah, I'll stick with the volume uh, with CEH with, you know, what will eventually be one of the better offenses in the league again.
1: Next up here, another Dynasty question here. PPR, we've got Dalvin Cook or Cam Akers, Diami Brown, a late first-round pick, presumably 2022?
0: Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um, this one... It is to me kind of similar to the trade that we saw in our league, uh, which was Camara for Acres in a first and a late first. Um, it really depends on how you value Cam Acres. Uh, I don't value him very high. Um, you know, he's had an injury that not a lot of running backs come from come back from. Um, you know, if memory serves, will correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe it was the same injury that uh, Deontay Foreman had. Correct.
1: The Achilles? Yeah.
0: I believe it was the same yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. And-,
1: and that did end for minute. Now Cam Makers has been looking good reportedly. He's yeah. been running yep. pretty close to full speed. You know, he's been cutting. I think they're still hesitant, you know, to have him go all out, but all signs right now point to him making a full recovery. Now, obviously you gotta see it on the field, you gotta see it through practice, so you know, still still uncertainty there. Yeah,
0: it's still a lot to to see um so it could be a big win for the acre side if acres returns to form uh to get him in a first you know gamma brown I'm, I'm not sure what to make of he's the least valuable of the pieces here uh for me i'd probably go with cook and just not roll the dice you know on acres with the injury um you know injury concerns aside has Henderson played himself into a timeshare moving forward? He's played well. Um, if you have Acres coming off such a a problematic injury, I'm not sure you just give him the bell cow roll when he gets back next year. Um, you know, I could see that just being a timeshare for a while. So I will stick with Cook. You know, there's a lot of upside with the Acres side. I'm not willing to roll the dice on it personally.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't think it's enough. Like Deami doesn't move the needle for me that much at all. So, a late first round pick in Cam Akers, is that enough for Cook? Probably not. You know, maybe if that's a a really good young receiver instead of Diami, then you're saying, okay, good young running back, good young receiver, and a pick, a little more competitive. I just think Diami needs to be something of substantial value for, for a Cook trade.
0: Yeah, that is fair. Uh, Moving to the world of redraft. I guess we'll be wrapping up trades with redraft here shortly. Um, All dynasty stuff, but uh, still got some redraft ones in here. 10-team PPR, Chris Godwin or Matt Stafford and Tyler Lockett.
1: This one's pretty easy for me. I mean, if you really need quarterback, I can understand why you'd want the Stafford Lockett side, but Godwin, and we saw it again last night on Monday Night Football, he's just so crucial to the team. I mean, him and Mike Evans. When you have Gronk going well, when you have AB playing well, it you know they look unstoppable. But at a baseline, Godwin and Mike Evans are just really, really good with Brady. So I'm going to take Godwin here. There's just a little more uncertainty with Lockett, a lot of big play. But as we talked, you know Russ hasn't looked himself. We're hoping that he bounces back this week against Washington. But I I just would rather have the consistency of Godwin.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'll stick with the Godwin side. Um, the upside is, is is probably higher with the other side because you could be getting, you know, a, a QB one, you could be getting a wide receiver one. Um, but both of those players need to turn it around. Like you said, the Rams haven't looked good. Stafford hasn't looked great, so he's got to turn it around. Um, Lockett's not a problem, uh, but Russell Wilson hasn't looked good. The Seahawks haven't looked good, so they got to turn it around. So rolling the dice on two of them is hard to do. If it was Godwin and you know a stable quarterback and a roll the dice on Lockett or uh, you know Godwin and a, a quarterback roll the dice and a stable wide receiver, that that's a different story. But rolling the dice on two guys and giving up a guy like Godwin's hard to do.
1: All right, next up, redraft. 10 team PPR got AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard or Jamar Chase?
0: I will take Jamar Chase. He's been so good for fantasy. Um, Goddard's fine. He'll probably be, a, you know, a, a middle. I don't want to say middle of the road because middle of the road tight ends terrible, but, you know, middle of the road as far as starting tight ends go uh, that you can start uh, the rest of the year. AJ Brown has the potential to be just as good as chase. Like I get that side of the equation, uh, but you know, he was coming off the injury. Now he's injured again. Uh, you know, is he going to play this week? Is he going to be out for an extended period of time? Who knows? And I, I don't know if I want to roll the dice with him, which sucks. Cause I just rolled the dice with them in our league. Um, but if I have the chance to get chase and you know, I'm, this is what I'm giving up, I, I'd be happy to do it.
1: Yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, I like Goddard. It seem like it's going to be a pretty run heavy offense though. So it's going to be a solid tight end, you know, maybe you get in the top five once in a while, but probably looking at kind of that middle tight end one, which you really want to be top five to be a difference maker. And I, A.J. Brown, uh, you know, he's obviously an elite receiver, but this year, just Titans just don't have it, you know, without Derrick Henry. Um, Tannehill didn't look great last week. A.J. Brown's been banged up. Jamar Chase looks like the truth, and it, unfortunately, it's coming at the cost of the fantasy value of T Higgins and Tyler Boyd to a degree. So Jamar chase week in week out has just been a stud. And I think you can't really, um, can't really say no to that.
0: Okay. And our last one here, Will, uh, just a PPR Jondre Hopkins or, uh, Henderson and Devonta Smith.
1: That's a tough one. Uh, especially with the injury to Hopkins, I imagine, you know, with them holding him out, that is what you want to see with the buy this week ideally he comes back full strength and is, you know, that elite top 10 receiver that you're expecting. Uh, But Devonta Smith is really, really good. And if you can get a, you know, RB one top 15 RB, you know, week in and week out with Henderson, it's a pretty competitive offer with the injury uncertainty. So I think it just depends what you need. I mean, if you, you know, your team's pretty set, you just want that difference making receiver. You take the shot on Hopkins, um, but if you want, you're looking for some more depth and and you know you have a decent receiving core, the Wanda Smith I think is going to give you good, you know, good volume. They seem to finally realize that even if you run the ball, you got to get the ball to Smith. You know, get him five to ten targets a game, and he looks really, really good running routes out there. And as you said, Henderson has really looks good and carved his rollout. So I like that package for Hopkins if you're looking to kind of break him up and get some more depth.
0: Yeah, I'm happy with it. I kind of figured, you know, with the injuries in the bye, both him, Hopkins and Kyler would be out until the bye week. Um, Didn't really see a lot of reason to rush him back. So uh, I think that makes sense. I'm I'm not really concerned about him moving forward. Um, But, you know, Devonta Smith has been descending. Um, You know, he's got a pretty good playoff schedule. You know, we've covered Henderson as being pretty good. So I'd be happy to break Hopkins up into this uh it, it feels kind of weird because you're, you're you're not getting like a big name you know devonta smith is still a rookie like he's not a big name guy um henderson's not a, a, a big name at this point he's he's someone oddly that's kind of just at least in my opinion you know his name value hasn't increased with his fantasy production he's still kind of like i feel like if you did mock draft right now he's gonna go in the same spot that he was going in uh during draft season so uh, it feels weird, um, but I, I think the value is on the Henderson side for me.
1: Yeah, that about wraps it up here for us today. Any, anything else for the lovely listeners?
0: <sighs> no, sir. Good luck uh, in week 12. Uh, have a a good Thanksgiving. And until next week, trust your board.